0: Lord, we're just here for you. Help quiet our minds so that we can receive the engrafted word which is able to save our soul. Where there are attacks against us, attacks we know of and attacks we don't. Lord, we thank you that by looking at you and yielding to you, God, that you fight the battle, that you rid us of those attacks, and we move on growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Your word sanctifies us. Your word, hallelujah, cleanses us. So wash us in your word. Cleanse our consciences, hallelujah. Thank you for your forgiveness and your redemption. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Look at this right here. Y'all, this is a mess. Y'all, can y'all see this? Vinny, can you see this where you are? Look at this, y'all. Now, when I have to use these keys, I have to like take them off at a different point, But this is just this is ridiculous. And y'all know I kind of have a story about sometimes I look up and I'm like, where are my keys? Be the end of benedictions been given, and I'm like, Where in the world are my keys? And there was like four or five of us looking for these keys. And so, Pastor Maddie eventually said, He just hooked me up. He had so much mercy on me. So, he got me this little finder that I could attach to the keys. And you know, I have to like find my iPhone. Um, it's an Apple product. I don't know if they have that on the Android, that is a lesser product. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> uh, and so, it's like a, for me, it's like a key finder. So I'm praying Holy Spirit would be like a key finder for us this morning. Because we lost some keys and we need to get them back. That's what I'm praying. That's what I'm praying. Just pray into that. We Some of us, we already have keys. We have keys and we don't use them. Some of us don't have keys, but... One of the things that's beautiful is if you say, Lord Jesus, if you say from your heart, you say, Lord, um, you are my savior. No other, no other savior, no other God, nobody else before you. If, you. if you say in your heart, you are my savior, make him your savior, you get keys. And then we get this whole journey of learning how to use the keys that God has given us by his spirit the scripture says that Holy Spirit then comes and lives in us when we place our faith, our trust in Jesus. And he gives us, he equips us with all that we need for living this life with God in the earth. Everything pertaining to life and godliness, his word, he gives us eyesight. He gives us eyes to see. So if you're in here and you're like, I don't have the keys. Oh, that's easy. Take care of that. You just Come before the Lord say, you are my maker. Lord, I follow you all the rest of my days. I follow you into eternity. It's just you. And then Holy Spirit will walk with you and lead you and guide you into using the keys. There's a problem with keys if you don't use the keys you got. I have keys to this building and, and for, for, for how I'm coming at it, if nobody else is in this building and I have the keys and I'm standing outside and I, and I have the keys and I don't use them, then that's on me. I can't walk into the door. I can't get to the place I'm supposed to get to because I won't use the keys I have. And sometimes we, we lose keys, like I do. Y'all know I'm notorious for it, but I'm, I've, I'm, I've, I'm behold, I am made new. I'm made new got my key locator. And, and what it enables me to do is, is now I can just quickly go instead of wasting all that time because we also understand that when we have keys that we don't use or that we have misplaced we get delayed in going through doors we're supposed to walk through. Why are you late? Oh, I couldn't find my keys. And you're missing God appointments and God timing because you can't keep up with your keys well, why am I in this situation? It feels like I've been in this, this, in this tunnel or in this channel for so long. Well, you, you, you seem like you may, you need to find new keys. You need to use those keys you got. Oh, I've been stuck. Could it be? Could it be that you have the keys that you won't use? We want to talk a little bit about keys today and how we have to keep using the keys that we've been given in this, in this walk of faith, in this big old love walk of walking with God and walking with people. Some keys, you have to use them every once in a while. Other keys, you have to use them for as much as you have to come into this building. I have to use those same keys. Now, if I came here after year after year after year and I came to this building and know I got to get in here and it take me two minutes to find my keys... That's, that's not good. That's not good. We should be good at using certain keys because we have to use them all the time. Yeah. We should be so good at using certain keys that when somebody else comes up, I can tell them exactly how to use the key. Sometimes we know how to use the key, but we, we forgot about how to help other people use keys too. I'm glad you're catching my preach. It's <laughs> helping me. Check out a few mentions. We're not going to exegete anything heavy today. We're, we're, we're talking about keys. It feels like we need a we need a, a stirring, some reminders to, to, to move on, to, to, to move on, to walk through some things. Check out some of the mentions of keys in the scripture. Let me start with Jesus in Matthew sixteen nineteen. He mentioned, "I will give you the." Thank you of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Revelation 118 reads and the living one I died and behold I am alive forevermore and I have the of death and Hades. In Isaiah twenty two twenty two, 22 and I will place on his shoulder the. Of the house of David, he shall open and none shall shut, and he shall shut and none shall open. Revelation 3, 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, the words of the Holy One, the true one, who has the of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. Keys, keys 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 everybody got keys everybody know what a key is you don't have to be a jesus follower to know what a key is praying holy spirit would have us going throughout the day and when we use these keys we would be reminded of the keys that we've been given by jesus keys where my keys at i lost my keys (laughs) my flibbity gibbet helped me find my keys My keys. Somebody say keys. 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 Key won't do you any good if you don't use it. Won't do you any good if you don't use it. So there's some keys that we we get when we come together. One of them I want to talk about is when we get together on Sunday morning, there's keys all throughout every single part of when we walk in together. You park your car, they're just keys. Sometimes we get dull and realize, oh, I forgot that was key. I didn't know that was key. Oh, oh, and all that and the other. And I want to make sure our eyes are... Our eyes are really wide open. So, for example, keys in a song. Instead of thinking about the key of C or key of D or E flat or F, let's think about the keys of, of the songs that we're singing. For example, we're singing a song. That says, Oh, 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 oh. That's the sped up version. Somebody say, you know, and we say, Jehovah Jireh. And then we go on to sing it again. It says, You're my provider. And so the the songs are keys because the Lord said, uh, when you connect with me, he said, come into my presence with singing. It's a key into his presence. One of the ways we enjoy Jesus, like we say every week or enjoy God, one of the ways we enjoy Jesus is through singing to him. So you can't say like this or if you've ever said this, don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand if you said this. Oh, uh, we don't we're just missing the the worship part. Don't worry, we're going to we'll be in time for the message and all the other stuff. So if you've ever said that you you didn't really know that there were keys. Because I want my I want my keys. I want to get my keys because when I use those keys, then I say, oh, in that song that we're singing or the songs that we sing, which are keys, we come into God's presence with singing. We connect with him the way that he says in his word to connect with him. And I am also getting content for how to talk to God. I'm getting language. Somebody say language, language, language Language. It's important. Language, you need language. Otherwise, when you get with God, you'll be like, and thank God he doesn't mind it when we're babbling like that because he knows where we are. But if we've been coming to church for a while, we should have language for God because we have his word. We got the keys. His word is a key. So we sing his word, we pray his word, we live his word, we dance his word, we do everything with his word. And when I'm singing those songs, I'm entering into relationship with God the way that he says to. And I'm recognizing that I'm also gaining language for connecting with God day in and day out. If you are looking for a job and you have not put together that the key is he's Jehovah Jireh. The songs that we're singing, we're singing them for our actual house. They're just not cutesy songs. We're actually singing them because there are needs within our church. And so whenever we're singing, we're agreeing with God and we're saying, God, I want to know you more like this. And I thank you for the invitation to know you more like this. So God, lead me and take me into truth. I want to know you as Jehovah Jireh. And if I already know you that way, I want to raise people up. In knowing you as Jehovah Jireh. If you got a problem, he says, I am that I am. He's got a million names for a lack of, for lack of expression. Yeah. Any problem that you face, you get in that word and you find out how he has revealed himself to be the solution for every problem and ill that we face. So then when I come to God, there's nothing wrong with saying just God, you can say God. But after a while, it's like, I need to know more about you. At least the parts I can know. Thank God for the word. So we're singing those songs and we're singing truth over ourselves and we rejoice in the truth and stuff is falling off of us. One of the things that came to me in prayer this week is that moment where uh, King Saul was just vexed. He was having a warfare going on in his mind. He was vexed, the scripture says, with evil spirits and he called for the The psalmist of Israel, he called for King David. King David would begin to sing the the psalms, sing the truth, and let the music play. And then those spirits, that vexation would lift, it would leave. It's another key. I get in the presence of God because worship will correct focus. And I'll actually be able to lean into God and care about God and love God. So it's a key. I would that we would be singing all throughout the day. Many of you do. You're whistling throughout the day to the Lord. One of the things I've, I've mentioned is uh, I love getting to uh, work beside uh, our church, and Pastor Maddie's a great example of somebody. I'll hear him around different places, and he's just singing to the Lord. Just run, getting his work done, just singing to the Lord. And we can do that in our own ways wherever we are. But that is one of the relational ways to connect with God, it's just singing, th- singing to Him. Oh, can we do more worship? It's like people don't sometimes they say, oh, I don't, can we do more worship? Can we do more worship? Of course we can. And they're they're not sometimes able to state the reason why they want to do more worship is because a lot of that pressure and that trouble leaves. Because it's a key. Somebody say key. Key. And so then as as I'm growing, then I work these things on purpose. I'm going to unlock that door and I'm going to walk into God's presence. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to walk in his presence. I'm not a hypocrite because I'm raising my hands or lifting my hands. I'm growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. I lift my hands. I lift my voice because I'm using that key. He said, I want you in my presence. This is how you get there. I've given you my spirit. This is the part that you've got to play. Use the key. Enter in with thanksgiving. We enter in. We say, I want to enjoy, enjoy Jesus. I want to enjoy him. I have to sing to him. You don't have to have some great voice. It's not, any, not anything about that, right? It's just about the heart. A heart that celebrates, that celebrates who he is. Yeah. And you can be like ah, 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 ah. and he's like, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: ah, 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 I love you. Ah, ah. Hey, he's like, oh man, beautiful. Joyful, so don't don't even make it about that. And you know what? Some of the the cool things are just just a quick note. I have been loving over the last few weeks listening to our church sing so loud. Yeah. Oh, I've been loving it. Oh, I've been loving it. I'm like I love it when people sing to God. Just in general, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I have specific moments and memories of hearing our church just sing to God, and it has strengthened my heart. Your praise strengthens me. Your praising to God strengthens me. Oh, I love it. Let's just keep making it about him, making it about him and him and nothing else. And then for these songs, these moments, sometimes you're going to run across lyrics. Lyrics make us think a thought because we have to be thinking. We have to be renewed in our mind. The lyrics make, challenge us. And so then we're supposed to take those thoughts in the song and go into the word and say, now where is this in the Bible? I don't want to be just singing any old thing. Am I singing truth that's going to set me free, that's going to liberate me? And so then if you haven't done it yet, you might want to go through and exhaustively check from Genesis to Revelation, those times where God reveals himself as Jehovah Jireh. Those stories. Somebody say stories. You know, stories are big. So that when I'm singing, I'm not just singing because Holy Spirit said, uh, gave something to me in my own heart. Which is, which is awesome. But I'm also singing with knowledge and I'm singing with understanding. So that way, if I get more bad news, which I will, I'm going to sing anyway. Yeah. I'm going to be like the song. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Oh, the same way that you were there for Abraham, you're going to be there for Dennis and the Lamar family and the Bridge family. The same way you were there for Abraham, you're going to show up. Yeah. So I say, Jehovah Jireh, our God who provides. So, 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 if you're if you if you're new to a church gathering or something like this or whatever, or new to faith or whatever, it, it 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 might look like okay. Well, they're singing. Everybody knows what singing is all across the world, but it's it's deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. Yeah. And then we're and then we're as 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 children of God, we're to grow in that grace and knowledge and keep going in. Keep taking steps in so that we're singing with our heart. We're singing by the spirit. We're singing with understanding. We're doing life with those things. But we're equipping ourselves. One of the things I was telling one of my kiddos, I said, hey, you know, uh, God is Jehovah Rapha. And explaining it to her, trying to get those seeds in, trying to get that stuff. He's this and this is what he says about himself. Just getting those things in. Of course, I mean, my family goes here. They don't go to a different church where everybody goes here. So we're singing those songs together. And I know the Lord is working. And those dots are going to be connected. She's going to have understanding. She's going to grow in understanding. There is a time coming as the Lord continues to send people here where we will need to not assume that people know what in the world is going on. That's why I'm going like extra slow, right? I'm going so extra slow right now because I don't want to assume that people who've been coming are doing the work, are making sure. Is this in the Bible? What is this Jehovah Nisi? What is this? It's a pastor. What is going on? Is this? It's good to go to a place where you trust, but for your own growth and development, you got to know that you know for yourself. I want to know that I know for myself. And so I want you to be mindful of that, that there are people nearby you and who are coming. They don't know what you know. Teach them. Teach them. Somebody say keys. Keys, keys, keys. keys. And we help everybody with keys. Keys that we use and uh, keys that we're learning to use. Another key. You get keys every week in a, in a, in a message or a talk time, like we're doing right now. Message, keys. Uh, last week we talked a little bit about in our cool time of worship and intercession, one of the things we talked about was uh, prayer um, because of place and not just because of problem, if I had to like kind of bottom line it. So it's easy to pray when there's a problem. Got a problem, you need to pray. Yeah, sure, of course. Duh. But what we saw in the scripture is that we pray because God puts us in places. So that it's not based on conditions, it is I am walking in identity and if I am there, I am going to be God's blessing to whatever place he has put me in. This is the birth, this is what we walk in. So because I am put there to be a blessing, I have to be praying, I have to be prayerful. God makes a place for me and he makes me for a place. And in that place he shapes me and helps me look more like Jesus. And so one of my responsibilities where I live, work, learn and play is to be a person of prayer, a person who is relating with God and showing God, relating with God and showing God, relating with God and showing God. If I am excellent and people aren't being uh, saved, if people aren't coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, if I'm not praying for people at work, if I'm not doing the things that a Jesus follower does, then what's all that excellence mean anyway? Sometimes we like excellence because that's just our way of being and hiding our pridefulness. But God says, I want you to be excellent as unto me. I want you to do what you do as unto me so that there will be more open doors for his gospel. Be excellent because, son, you represent me. Do the best you can do and give it all you can because you represent me. And as you be being excellent, be excellent in all things. Don't compartmentalize it. Don't comp- I want to be excellent in my work and I want to be excellent in my ministry as a Jesus follower. The place, the places that you put me in, you put me there to be praying, to receive prayer, to show and to reveal your heart, your nature, your character, your intent. That's why you put me there. So help me to be a person of prayer. So if you were using the keys, you would say, hmm, to what extent am I doing that? Where I live, work, learn, play. What extent am I doing that? Hmm. Then whatever you came to, whatever measurement you came to, you came up with an actual next step. And you say, you know what? I don't do that. I'm going to be intentional. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to pray for my workplace tomorrow at 10 o'clock. And every Monday, that's what I'm going to do, as an example. Because those are keys. It's not any good unless you're using it. That's right. And the hunger for the word increases when people are doing what the scripture says do. But you really can't, you don't want to fool yourself. You get, oh, let me, I've prepared this beautiful message. And everybody's like, I really don't care about that. I'm, I'm not doing that stuff. So I really don't care what you're talking about because I'm not practicing that stuff because I'm not, I'm not practicing it. I'm hearing you, but I'm not doing this stuff. So I don't really benefit as much as if I were practicing it or living it. Hunger increases because it's like, man, I tried that thing and I got rejected. <laughs> then we have something to talk about. A coach, pastors are kind of like coaches. The, these different gifts that God says he gives to the church. You, you, you want a player that's in the game. You don't coach people, that ain't doing nothing. We don't have this kind of church, but there are churches where they're just looking at the pastor like the pastor's supposed to do everything. It's like so reversed. It's like, no, the pastor's supposed to equip for the working. Equip the saints because they out there doing this stuff. Man, give them something. Right, yeah. So you're listening for keys. What am I going to do? Um, if I have faith and I don't have works, mm, mm. how was that for a verbal statement? Mm. <laughs> Y'all felt me, right? It's like, yeah. that's not how it works. You got to be doing something got to be applying yourself, actively growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And then you get these hungry churches yeah. that just hungry because I'm living this stuff. I, I'm not living for myself. I'm living for you, Lord, yeah. living with you, yeah. living with others. Good. So I don't know what you're formulating as a next step, how Holy Spirit is working in your heart. But if you actually come to you, you might visit last week 's message if you actually come to a next step and you actually do it you're on, you're on path. but if you just hear, you could be deceiving yourself. it's like haven't you been the same for like uh fifty five years? <laughs> And you know, and and if if that's the case, if that's our testimony, because that's all of our testimonies at certain points, they they just ain't doing nothing. And you know what it is? We're not doing the word. So we're the same. But it don't make no sense to be the same if the old things have passed away. Hey, I make all things new. You're a new creation. New creation doing the same old stuff. That don't make sense. don't make sense i'm a new creation but i do the same old stuff what no 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 that's not how it's supposed to go i have holy spirit on the inside of me he helps me to apply myself to move forward i want to be in alignment in agreement with god if the old things have passed away let my life reflect it that the old things have passed away Oh, my goodness. All the power of the resurrection on the inside of us. But if our mind is old and stays the same, then our lives stay the same. Because we're not doing anything different. We're not doing new steps of faith, new steps of love. Listen for the keys. Get the keys. Work those keys. And let's talk about those keys. We do a lot of testimonies so that we can talk about what it's like to actually use the keys. Oh, I heard a good word. What you do with it? I don't know, but it was good. <laughs> well, how good was it? You don't know how good it was till you actually tried it. You try that thing, it's a whole different story. Are you with me? Yep. Holly! Hallelujah! Oh, yeah. Y'all got your voices on, too. Ooh, Anthony, don't try to find the key. (laughs) We were in a different church. It'd be like black folks. (laughs) Oh, somebody say keys. I got the keys, I got the keys, I got the keys, I got the keys. So we're moving into anything with life. We're asking God, like, what do you want me to do with what I've heard? How do I respond to you? I just can't be just hearing all this good stuff and ain't doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Then I get prayer because I'm doing the work. People want to pray for you when you're doing the work too, boy, I'll tell you what. Especially people like me. You doing stuff, I'll be choppy here you use say, man, I really have a great pastor. When you're doing the work, watch. But if you're not just kind of like, well, it's just all about me, da, da, da. There's, a, there's room for that. But, you know, it's like, come on. Life is too short. Stop, stop looking at yourself so much. Please, can we look at God and what he has for us to do? After a while, after a while. I'm a sweet pastor, though. I'm a sweet pastor. Laughter I'm a sweet pastor Okay So then we have uh, Then we have uh, relationships Relationships uh, can be a key If the relationships call us up Which is why we like our church And other people And all the churches across the world Relationships that call us up Relationships call us up The key would be called accountability It's why we want to see Healthy relationships But even specifically Why we want to see healthy marriages Healthy marriages, because those healthy marriages keep drawing out of one another. Hey, let's keep going up. It's going up. I got a brother says like this, take me all the way. I want to go all the way in our relationships. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the keys of accountability. Do you have it? You got people who call you up, cheer you on, pray for you, pray you through. I'm not talking about just bridge church because that's, that's the heart of our church. What I'm talking about you have to have it closer, like buddies, where, where, where it's not so, you know, you, you have certain layers and levels of interaction, of engagement, in relationship. But we all need that kind of more smaller group. Jesus would have three, if you will, as an example, where we can actually, like, let's spur one another on. Let's spur one another on. Do you have accountability? Because accountability is a key. There are places God will take you where you must have accountability. If you don't have accountability, you can't work that key. It's the key. Do you have it? Do you have it in your marriage? Do you have it maybe in a buddy at work? Or do you have it somewhere? If you don't have that, please make that your next step. It's like, I need to have a serious conversation with somebody and set up some kind of parameters for just just sharing my life in a way where we can call one another up, bring out the best in one another, exhort one another, preach to one another. I got people, pre- I can pick up the phone, they will preach me, boy, they will preach to me. We'd be excited We'd be excited It's like, come on, let's go get them, you know? And you don't have to come to a Sunday time like this. These are awesome. It's a corporate blessing here when all God's kids gather like this. But this is only one layer. It's like one hour of 168 hours in a week. This is not enough. It's enough for what it is. And then you get people who say, well, can we do this longer? Can we do this longer? Can we do that longer? Can we do this? Can we do that? It's like all those are good ideas, but guess what? You're supposed to be doing that stuff Monday through Saturday with somebody else. Yeah. Why are you trying to put all that into a Sunday morning? Yeah. You're missing it. that's real. Yeah. Yeah. We want to do this stuff because we are like, well, can we do yeah, we can, but that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. That's on that Monday through Saturday part. Yeah. 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 And so we you know, the accountability. we're going to be if you haven't gotten it yet, Jin um, Jin, will you do me a favor and just put it on the screen about the How We Love book? If you haven't gotten this book yet, I want you to get it because what we're going to do starting in September, I shared I always share about this, so I want to make sure you hear a little bit about it. What we want to do is in September, I want you to save me the third Wednesday um, of every month. For those of you who don't know, we're going through this book, How We Love, also with the workbook. And we will be uh, sharing more on how we're going to walk through this book together. Just one Wednesday a month, starting in September. So, mark your calendars. Put it in your mental in your mental um, place there, and you'll see other reminders. Come starting in September, we'll have one Wednesday a month where all church will gather together for like a corporate time, short corporate time, and then we'll break into men and women. And then we'll break down even further into smaller groups, and you'll hear more about that. But right now I really want us all to get the book in the workbook. I recommend it. And, and you need the workbook. How many of you I have folks who've already gone to completed everything already, and I don't I haven't seen them this morning but how many of you have completed not just the book, but the workbook? Let me tell you, that workbook going work you out. Ooh-wee. It is good. So, so, so don't, we don't do the halfway stuff. You need the book and the workbook. And how you get to be a part of those meetings is because you've done the work. Yeah. Okay. You see the standard? Yep. Yep. You know, a lot of people, they don't like, they don't like standard. <laughs> they just, just, that's everything, just everything all the time. You, they can't do that all the time. We're growing in Christ. We're not trying to leave anybody behind. That's why well, we're taking 15 months to get everybody a chance to get the book and the workbook. <laughs> we started talking about this thing in March. But somebody say, workbook. workbook. You need the workbook. And, and, and there's all these different prejudices and these lies and generalizations. Uh, men don't breed. It's like, what? Oh, I haven't read since this time. It's like, well, you in Christ now, you knew. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to read. Because if you're at the bridge, you have to be growing and learning. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Have to. Half, must, required. If you want to sit soaking sour, there's lots of other places you can go. Halle. Hallelujah! Right? soaking sour you like pastor Mia like that (laughs) this is what we're doing we're doing it together it matters we will share Jesus Christ we will share the hope of the gospel the hope of his resurrection yes and the majority of more majority of us if we are single or not we're all going through this book because everybody's going to hear and run across folks whose marriages are in trouble I was doing premarital counseling year before I was ever even married. So it becomes a tool also for evangelism about the hope of Christ, his word. If if couples are looking for a church, we're gonna gonna just yield to God and go on this entire, entire journey. I'm gonna give you this last master key and then we're gonna sing into this because we're asking for the wisdom of God. We're shaking off complacency and dullness all that stuff check it check out what jesus said matthew 5 3 if i if i can i would like to call this a master key master key not master p master key (laughs) check out what jesus said in matthew 5 3 he said blessed i'm reading from the amplified spiritually prosperous happy to be admired are the poor in spirit those devoid of spiritual arrogance those who regard themselves as insignificant, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, both now and forever. This comes out of the Beatitudes. We've been in it since um, our fifth year, our fifth anniversary. And we're going through all of Jesus' teaching in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And Jin do me a flavor and just leave that joker up there. Because that is one of them, their keys, I'm calling it the master key. Master key, blessed, spiritually prosperous, happy to be admired are the poor in spirit, those avoid of spiritual arrogance, those who regard themselves as insignificant, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven both now and forever. And I want to summarize this word with just one word, dependence. Somebody say dependence. Dependence is the master key with God. He said here, I want you to rely On me, I want you to rely on me. I want you to, in other words, I want you to come as a child to me, with me in all things. That we go through books, we read the Bible, we do all these religious activities, and if we're not depending on God, if we're not relating with God, then those things are not having their full work in us. We don't just need intellectual exercises. We need knowledge, clearly. But we need heart encounter where we're saying, God, I am actually depending on you and relying on you and I'm coming to you as a child. God, I know nothing. If you don't teach me, then God, I won't know it. So I need you to show me how to be the husband you're calling me to be. You have to take that into your book. You have to take that into your life. This is Jesus's, I'm calling it, master key. I have to depend on God in all things. That's how you live a life of faith. I have to depend on God. I can no longer depend on porn. I can no longer depend on my overeating. I can no longer depend over my coping mechanisms because now Jesus Christ is my source and I'm depending on him. What got me through is not going to get me through anymore because I'm a new creation. Right. Thank you, Lord. And a new creation depends on Jesus. Amen. New creation don't depend on skills and abilities and talents. This, that, or the other. New creation says, Lord, I'm depending on you. Jesus. Jesus. Yep. That's the master key with everything in God. Lord, show me. I don't know. Show me. I don't know. Yeah, I've done all this study. Yeah, I've heard and talked and prayed with all these different people. God, show me. I don't know. Come like a child to you. Lord, I don't know. And it takes us into a place where we can be like Jesus in that, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. I want to depend like Jesus, and I'm so glad that that is the way for us. This key unlocks every other key. Oh, but they said I'm not learnable. They say I'm not teachable. They say I'm not blah, 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 blah. Hey, look, depend on Jesus. Depend on Jesus. Come as a child. I don't know. Show me. I don't know this either, Lord. Show me. Or, Lord, I think I know, but please show me. Dependence is a master key. Everything, making decisions because I want to depend on God. Mm-hmm. I want to walk with God the way Jesus walked with God, which is what he has for every single one of us in here. Everybody, that's everybody. That's for everybody. So as you are working these keys and walking through these doors. Know that God is with you. He is for you. He's working out his will. He's making all of us look more and more like Jesus. He's encouraging us along the way with one another. I'll give some more specific reading assignments for those chapters later, but I feel like we're good. Make sure we get the book. Be talking to one another. Hey, have you gotten the book yet? Have you gotten the workbook? Have you got the book? Have you gotten the workbook? Have you got the book? Have you got the workbook? That's how, that's, that's how you do it in a family. This is a family. It's, that's how you do it. If you think I can get all the work done just it up here, eh, it don't work that way. It does not work that way. We are far too relational in nature. Yeah. And I need somebody to actually say, "Uh, oh, hey, Pastor, did you get the book in the workbook? <laughs> this is what we do. Oh well, Pastor said it. Everybody heard it. And if we did a if we did one of those little tests or survey moments, you would see. I didn't even hear he said that. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't hear that. (laughs) That's how it actually goes. (laughs) Word of mouth is the strong way, right? Yeah. I want to invite you to stand.